Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age, and of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark, and I'm the head of marketing here at Cure Media. Today, we're going to talk about TikTok. It's by far the fastest growing platform today with over 1 billion monthly active users around the globe. No longer do brands need to ask themselves if they should be on the platform, but rather how they can build an authentic brand presence that keeps audiences engaged to leverage TikTok to its fullest. To help answer these questions, we have invited Emma Lundgren, Agency Partnerships Lead at TikTok, to the podcast. She will give her best tips and tricks when it comes to succeeding with your TikTok presence as a brand and what she thinks the future holds in terms of trends and tactics. Hi, Emma, and big welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So great to have you here. So who are you and what is your role at TikTok? Well, my name is Emma Lundgren and I am the agency partnerships lead for TikTok in the Nordics. Um, I've been with TikTok since January 2021. So I'm one of the of the OGs for TikTok Nordics, mm-hmm. so over a year and a half. Um, I have my background in, in digital, in video and in social. So I, I really feel I found my, my home at TikTok. That's great. Okay, so I think we should start by killing one of the most long-lived TikTok myths. And I think everyone has heard it, and I think many still believe it. And it is that TikTok is mostly for younger audiences, and it's full of dancing kids. So Emma, what is the truth here? Um, I think that we previously, or TikTok previously, uh, in, in the long, long ago, we were a platform with a lot of younger users. Um, but we have seen a strong, strong increase in 18 plus audiences for, for quite some time now. And I think uh, you as a TikToker can agree that today you can find, you know, everything and everyone on the platform from, you know, younger creators to senior citizens uh, parents, teens, uh, gardeners, firemen, everyone is on the platform these days. Yeah, that's that's the cool thing about it. And I think TikTok nowadays really is for everyone, no matter what your your passions or your interest or your age. And that's really reflected in, in our wonderful community. And personally, I love the diversity and the mix that we see in our creators, in our audience, and in our community. Because TikTok is really built upon uh, our community and their engagement. So, you know, the more diverse it is, the better for everyone. 100%. Uh, my next question is, yeah, we could probably talk about this for hours. But if you were to summarize for the brands and marketers that are listening, what would you say the main ways are for brands to use TikTok as a marketing channel today in terms of features and tactics to use? We could talk about this for hours, but we won't, <laughs> right? Because I'm not allowed. Right. <laughs> okay, so um, I think we could, we could boil it down to three things. But 
one of the great things about TikTok is that you can leverage different approaches as a brand. Uh, it's not, you know, a one size fits all solution uh, because not all brands have the same, you know, goals, resources or budgets. So luckily we can approach TikTok in, in, in different ways. Um, so three ways. First of all, ad solutions. Um, you know, our ad solutions make sure that brands have targeted, measurable uh, presence on TikTok. Uh, with, with using our ads, you can make sure that you reach the right people or the right audience with the right content at the right time and that you can measure those results. Um, you could also use these ad solutions to kind of uh, amplify your organic presence. So that's a bridge to the second approach. Uh, by using an organic account, brands can maintain your presence in the TikTok community and engage with them in, in an authentic way. And the third way is to engage with the TikTok community uh, via working with creators on the platform. I mean, our creators, like you know, they are the TikTok experts. And collaborating with them can be a really, really good way to get insights uh, into the TikTok community. So these are the three ways, but you could also kind of do a mix of the three. For example, decide to put some budget behind a creator collaboration or an organic post and run them as ads, which is a, you know, a great way to combine the authenticity of, of creator content or organic content, but you can still have the accuracy and the measurability of, of paid Right. So three ways or a mix, and you don't have to use them all. Like you don't need an organic account to advertise, but you can, etc. Does right. that make sense? Was that an hour? No. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> perfect summarized. And I think it's interesting to see how how brands manage to combine these, as you say, because um, yeah, there's different strengths with the different strategies. I would say so. Um, yeah. We'll see what next year holds. It feels like many brands are testing it right now more and more at the bigger and bigger scale. Um, so it's, yeah, interesting times. We, You mentioned a bit about TikTok being for everyone and much about passion and interests. So in broad terms, how would you say TikTok differs from the other social media channels like Instagram or Facebook, as an example? I think that the first different that comes to mind is that we're not a social media. <laughs> we're, we're an entertainment platform. Um, people come to TikTok for a multitude of reasons, of course, but mm. not necessarily to kind of hang out with their um, real life friends because on TikTok, people are united, you know, by the content they create and they consume, you know, their passions, yeah. their interests. Um, so, I think that's probably the, the first difference. Mm -hmm. And if we think about it, I think people would rather kind of define themselves as, you know, I myself, I wouldn't say I'm a bookworm, but, you know, I love reading. And I think that makes more sense to talk about than my age or my nationality. So, so I think that holds true for, for uh, a lot of the TikTok users. Uh, they love to be defined, for example, by passions or interest uh, by than by their age, gender, nationality. Right. Demographics out, mindsets in. As, Very true. As you said, yeah, that's so true. I also, um, I saw someone said that they, people check their Instagram, they check their Facebook account, they check 
their Twitter, but they watch TikTok. I think that's so true. Um, I also think our users can kind of roughly be divided into four different categories of, of mindsets, you know, that brings them to the platform. And we'll see which one you are, Sana, because I know which one I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a one group that wants to discover, you know, new interests, new hobbies, phenomenons, communities. They want to learn new things and they just want to be, you know, updated on, on the latest trends. Right. For, for some people, TikTok is a mood booster, They want to be uplifted. They want to laugh. They see TikTok as, you know, their happy corner. Mm. Um, A third kind of mindset that we see is people come to TikTok to participate in in questions that matters to them and find communities that they can relate to and that they're passionate about. You know, for example, body positivity movement. Um, that's, That's an issue that engages our community greatly. Um, and then the fourth category, and this is mine, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's the people that come to TikTok to be entertained, to just experience entertainment. Obviously, entertainment looks very, very different from from person to person. Uh, I'm not sure if you know anyone else but me would find my For You page interesting or entertaining, but I do. It relaxes yeah. me, and I just love watching it. Um, which 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 right. category are you? I'd say I have one foot in um, in the first category and one foot in in the fourth, the same category as you. Um, if you can pick and choose a bit of both, and I think that's the beauty. I mean, mindsets yeah. change and people's reasons exactly. for, for coming to TikTok change. Um, so yeah, people switch between these kind of categories, and I also yeah. think that's the beauty. You know, there is something for everyone on TikTok because it's not about who you know; it's about what content. Uh, that you consume. So again, back to your original 100%. question, what's the biggest difference between us and other platforms? And I think this this is really it. That's great. Yeah, I agree. And if you were to give a brand, let's say a fashion brand targeting Gen Z and millennial women, because we know many of the listeners are in that category, what would your top three advice be on how to leverage TikTok to its fullest? That's a, It's a question. question. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think first and foremost, you know, get to know the platform. Use it uh, as a brand or as a marketer to to kind of to use TikTok is to understand what kind of content is shared, what kind of content is loved and appreciated. So I think that's the first step towards kind of making good content. So step one: test and learn, and you know, have fun with it. That's what TikTok is all about. Um, Step two, um, I'd say for brands to kind of stop thinking like a brand and start thinking and acting like a creator. You know, allow yourself to be creative, to be authentic, to be real, because Mm. our users feel like they can be themselves on TikTok. And so should brands. So, you know, let your hair down. Be, be, Be real. Be yourself as a brand. Yeah, yeah. And Step three would be to really connect with your audience, you know, build those long lasting relationships and, you know, have a TikTok strategy. Um, If it's, you know, you you have an always on presence or you have um, paid peaks or you want to engage with organic, but just have your strategy clear. But I also think there's something very interesting for fashion brands, maybe especially since that was that was your question. We are seeing more and more people kind of challenging the status quo with gender fluidity. 
you know, the way people express themselves with, with clothes or how they approach skincare or hair or makeup. Mm. Yeah. I think a good example is the search phrase genderless fashion has over a hundred billion views, which means that the next generation of consumers clearly don't want to talk about things, you know, in a gendered way, and they don't want to be approached in that way either. So I think that's also a good insight in how the communities work and how the community uh, is moving. It's also important to be in tune with as, as a brand. 100%. It's a great way to do your market research these days instead of having focus groups in a room. Like, yeah, you can, of course, have both. But like you had in the old days, you can actually get out there and get to learn your audience. That's that's great. And speaking about trends, you mentioned uh, one trend now. Uh, but if we talk about TikTok trends, because that is one of the big things about TikTok, how things can go viral without... Yeah, everyone can basically create a trend nowadays. So how would you say, if you were to summarize, how do these trends, how how do they arise? From what are they being created? Are there any key components that needs to be in a trend for it to be viral? I think I think you're, you're onto something when you say, you know, anyone can start a trend these days on TikTok. And I think that's really kind of the beauty of TikTok trends. It's because they're born in the community. Um, you know, on TikTok, it's not the, you know, it's the celebrities or the actors or the soccer stars that necessarily are the trendsetters. It's people, actual people within the TikTok community. Yeah. And then the community just kind of sees it and loves it and just runs with it and makes it absolutely massive and makes it grow uh, outside of TikTok. Because, um, you know, what happens on TikTok does not stay on TikTok. Um, it, <laughs> like it's, I think it's fair to say that, you know, TikTok is, uh, is where popular culture and trends are born today. But, you know, key components, I think that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'd love to be yeah. able to answer it. But it's, 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 it's difficult because trends are unpredictable. And I think that's one of the key components, maybe, the unexpected you know, the element of surprise. Um, but I think we see trends originating or starting and development, developing from so many different aspects of TikTok. Uh, as I'm sure you know, you know, there's trends around a sound or around a song or music. There's yeah. trends around platform effects. There's trends around gestures and so much more. So it's so it's, it's so hard to pinpoint. Mm. The, the like. one thing they have in common is that they really, really engage the community and you know like we said before more than often they're uh, they're very unexpected yeah yeah that's true you never know what's going to be the next big thing speaking about trends i'd say that tiktok is one of the biggest trendsetter both in in the yeah even though it's not a social media platform it's still a trendsetter in terms of social media Uh, you can see the other platforms are doing similar things in terms of features, uh, trends. What happens on TikTok doesn't stay on TikTok, as you said. So from a TikTok point of view, what do you think will happen in the next year when it comes to, for instance, new features, new media consumption behaviors out there? What are your predictions? 
I think if we look at um, if we if we if we stop looking at just the Nordics or just Sweden and take a look around the world, I think it's safe to say that there is a lot more to come around live shopping and shopping in in general. Um, mm. I mean that's that's a development we're seeing in the rest of the world. So let's let's keep an eye out for for that. Um, I also think that the use of sound is becoming increasingly important. Um, I mean, one, one of the reasons TikTok is so successful is because it's a sound on experience. Um, so I think we'll see a lot more creative uses of sound um, in the future. And perhaps even, you know, other senses coming into play. Um, so I think, yeah, there's there's so much interesting things happening around sound or around audio in general. So I can't wait to see that. And again, I also think we'll see... Um, some some interesting things when it comes to live shopping and shopping. Yeah. Yeah. I also think we're just in the beginning of that era. If we look at Asia and what happens over there, for example. Great, Emma. Thank you so much for guesting the podcast and sharing all these insights and tricks and hacks for marketers. It was really nice having you here. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, if I could just give one final piece of advice. It's true. Sure. Learn to speak TikTok. Think like a creator, get to know your audience, stay true and authentic, and all will be well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. So this was all for today. But if you want to learn more about TikTok and what possibilities there are for you as a brand to use it as part of your influence marketing strategy, make sure you visit our website www.curemedia.com where we have loads of content on everything TikTok.